Hello and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Celeste and this is Champagne with Celeste. Uh, Thank you for tuning in today. If you're new here, I talk about everything from lifestyle to fashion and to my new book. It's really just me voicing my opinion. But if you're here to listen, I'm here to talk. (laughs) And I cannot believe that we are so close to the end of this year. I'm not going to lie, like, I think that this past year was a total shit show. I think a lot of people can potentially agree, but it really, really was, like, in every aspect that I can think of. There were tons of positive moments in this past year, but there were hard stuff too, right? So, like, in this past year, I finished school, and I've been trying to find my new career goals, and... I think a lot of people probably struggle with trying to figure out what they want to do. And I hate to break it to you, but it doesn't matter what age you are, you can start anything. And the worst thing that can happen is you'll look back in your life with regret. So do what you want to do now, especially with the new year coming. Get rid of the old, come in with the new, and stop being afraid to do things because at the end of the day... It doesn't actually matter. No one gives a shit what you're doing except you. So coming from an overthinker, which is what I am, just do it and practice every single day being mindful and focusing on your goals and creating a routine so that you can actually be successful with what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. You know, with the new year coming, um, and I've been procrastinating finishing this book because some days are better than others when it comes to my creativity and how I'm feeling, and everyone goes through that, right? Um, but with my book, it's interesting how initially when I first started writing the book, I was embarrassed to tell people. And I think part of me was just, was worried that like, I don't know, I just was really embarrassed to kind of tell people about this book. And someone told me, just write it, just write your story and just finish it, just write it. And he's not wrong. Like I really need to finish it. But I was like embarrassed to tell people. And this is me getting super raw. So I don't know who's going to listen to this, but I was embarrassed because I didn't want people I'd previously worked with to listen and then do what had happened in the past and just like, you know, beat me down to the point of saying like, that didn't happen to you and invalidate my feelings, which which happens all the time. It's 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 literally the military Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The military way of things. They just do that. They break you down until they cannot break you further. And then they build you up into this proper little soldier. Right? So when I first started writing this book, it was initially about my, like a memoir, I guess I should say, about my time in and my experience, just so that if people read it and decide to listen to it, I'm hoping that it helps people and they can relate and say, wow, this has happened before. Like, 
and not feel alone when it comes to what they're experiencing currently or had experienced in their position as a woman working in that kind of environment. Because with this book, I initially wasn't going to like write about the feminine and the masculine energy, but as I continued to be like the further away I got from that retirement date, the more I'd, I started to find myself when it came to who I was as a girl, because obviously my book is combats from combats to the runway. So please look for that title in the spring. Um, but I never really thought and realized how much I repressed my feminine until I really started to do work on myself and to heal myself and be the feminine girl that I really am because I'll be totally real. I am super sensitive and I have my good days and my bad days just like anybody else. But when I was in the military, I really had to like to to turn it off when I was going to work and turn it off when I was in a leadership position because you really have no choice. Police officers have to do it like you really have to go into your masculine in the military environment because you have to have initiative. You have to plan. You need to get things done. And that is fully in the masculine of like taking control, taking charge. And so, but at the core, I am so feminine. <laughs> I am such a girl, which I think it was such a, not a, not a surprise to people that I went straight from the army to the fashion industry and I'll be real like because I did such I was in for such a long time even when people say it to me oh I see you're interested I see you're working in the fashion industry if it's coming from someone within the government or someone that I've previously worked with there's a part of me that that still has that insecurities of, of wanting them not to know and being like a little bit embarrassed about being in a girly job instead of putting on that front and being that man in the uniform and pretending that I'm this big, tough soldier when I'm not. I'm afraid of spiders, <laughs> you know? And so with, with working in the fashion industry, I think it's going to be a really interesting um, deep dive look into both worlds and how I managed to go from that after just over 19 years um, to working in the fashion industry to becoming a runway model and doing editorials and learning everything that there is that right now I know there's so much more to learn and is my modeling journey done? Am I going to do something different? I don't know but right now I think focusing on the new year coming, writing my book and finishing it and recording an audible at the same time so that when I release it, people can listen to the audible version of it as well. Uh, cause I'll be real. Like I was talking to a girl yesterday, actually, it was interesting because she said, she's like, honestly, adult ADHD is a real thing. And she's not wrong because I think we're so overstimulated with like everything that we have at our, at our like ready to distract us that it is so hard for people to sit down and really read these days. 
you know? Or if you're like overstimulating yourself with like a million cups of coffee or pre-workout or whatever your jam is, then that's going to cause it to be tougher to read, like more challenging, I should say, to read a book as well too. So with doing the Audible, I listen to tons of really good Audibles and it's beneficial when I'm cleaning and I'll literally just have it on. So I really hope that people listen to my book and at the end of the day, I just want to help and help someone not feel like they're, they're alone because I felt like I was alone for so many years. Even when I was, when I was married, I had a failed relationship and even in that relationship, I felt totally alone. And that's a, that's a, it's a tough thing. I was, I was literally reading, um, an article that said, I wish I knew what it was from, but it's actually just as toxic to be to spend too much time by yourself as it is to smoke 15 cigarettes a day. And they're not wrong. And I say that and I can attest to that because when I went to Mexico to write my novel, I spent way too much time by myself thinking that that's what I needed to finish this book. But that is exactly what I didn't need. So... If you need to go on your own, if you have the if you have the capability to go on your own kind of journey to figure out what works for you when it comes to changing your outlook on life or if you want to change your career or do something different, make yourself uncomfortable. That's the only way to grow. I think people are so afraid of change and so afraid to feel uncomfortable that there is nowhere else to go. And I'm fortunate where I've lived such an uncomfortable life. And I don't want to say that in a negative way. It's just I've had so many times that I've had to to really push myself to the limit to survive. That I got, I've gotten so used to it so I can withstand it because it's just how I'm wired now. So it's not comfortable. But I did get through it. I almost broke, but I came back and I actually still haven't read the content that I wrote about when I was in Mexico because some of those stories were pretty dark stories from what I went through and I'm nervous to relive them by rereading them. Like when I was in Mexico writing my book, I literally would like get a creative thought and then I would sit on, I would sit there on my phone and I would like I would fever I would like type really really fast and and hope that I could get it all out before the thought disappeared. And some of those stories I would be writing with like tears running down my face as I'm reliving these moments of stories about when I was in. So looking back at that time period, like that was a huge area of growth for me, massively. And that's why coming into the new year, I think next year is going to be amazing. And interestingly, how my book started versus how I'm going to finish it. I think it's going to be really, really helpful, just as like a story for anyone to kind of read and get the insight of what it's like to literally be a child when I was 16, 15, actually, um, when I first met the recruiter to leaving the 
military at just over 19 years. Um, at 30s, how old was I? I don't know. It was, <laughs> but it was in 2022 in March. And how I went from that to being in the fashion industry now. Like, it kind of blows my mind, to be totally honest. And I'm just so happy that where I am today is just a totally different headspace than I was when I first got out to be able to finish this book. So I think I needed that time. And I think I needed the the tools that I had to get myself uh, to be able to get, move forward to finish it. Um, I still need to find a proper editor because right now my thoughts are just in a million different stories. And I don't know what to put where because I get so scatterbrained so often that I just kind of, I write stories and then I'm going to slowly organize it and pray that I get a, a really amazing editor to help me make it make sense for other people to read. So my goal right now is to finish it for March or potentially January. I'm starting to feel really good about how much content I've gotten down. So I think I might actually finish it by the end of January. Um, but side note, after my book is done, I think that I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but let's start the new year, like going forward with fresh starts and a fresh mindset. And I know that's so cliche, new year, new me, but it's so worth it to just declutter and get rid of all of the negativity and take it day by day and just be kind to people and you really have to. And if you have to force yourself to be kind to people, you're not a kind of person. Like it makes me feel really good when, actually when I was flying home from Christmas, from Christmas, um, there was a girl sitting next to me and I could just, I felt so bad for her because I was so relaxed. Um, I like to take my time when I travel and I wasn't relaxed per se. I was tired, but I like to do things slow. And so I was dawdling. I got my spot on the plane and then I saw her come on last and she was just frantic and like all over the place. And um, I think it's interesting in kind of our culture that we have in certain areas of Canada that people are very non-social when they fly. But this girl was like, um, so flustered and like, she's, she's like, can you hold this? And it was all her stuff, like a bunch of different things. Um, and I'm kind of looking at her shell shock because typically people don't really say much to me when I fly, they'll say hello and I'll occasionally like talk to them, but I just was so zoned out and tired because it was a really early morning flight. And so I, I, I helped her out for sure, but then she slowly started to chill as the flight went on and then I opened up my laptop and I actually started to write. And then as I'm writing, you're right beside the person. So they're probably reading what you're writing. It's, they can't help it. Your eyes will naturally go to, well, mine does, um, without even meaning to. It'll just go directly to something and automatically read it. So she's sitting next to me and I started to talk to her and she said that she was flying to India. So she still had seven hours left to go at the airport in Toronto and like a really long day ahead of her. And the crazy thing is I cannot imagine packing 
for a, it was a two month trip. I think she was taking cause she was going to India to get married, but her flight was at 6 PM and she realized that at four, at like 3 AM that her flight was actually at 6 AM. So she's frantically packing. I felt so bad. That's what she said. And, um, so she was telling me this story and I was just like, wow, I'm like, that's where I'm really thankful that I'm a planner and that's in your masculine, by the way, which is okay. Um, I'm a planner and I like to be organized because I really don't like to rush. I like to take my time and that stems back to literally 20 years of being rushed all the time, rushed and rushed and rushed. It's never quick enough. It's never fast enough. And I just like to take my time now that I have the option. I know some people don't have the option to take their time, but at the end of the day, you kind of do. You got to plan ahead and set your alarm earlier, get up earlier, have your coffee earlier, and you won't feel so crazily rushed because being rushed just causes like such unnecessary anxiety and when it's just really not worth it. So I thought that was kind of funny um, when when she, well, that not funny, but I felt bad for her. But at the end of the flight, she said to me, and I felt really proud of my, like just proud because I've had that people say that to me so often. And she goes, thank you. And I didn't know what for. And she's like, you're a really good person. I was like, wow, thank you. And so that makes my heart so like super happy because at the end of the day, like I know I'm a good person and it makes me feel so good that I've had people say that to me more than more than like I can count because at the end of the day, and this is hard for me to even say, um, that the best people that you'll meet have been through the worst shit in their life. (laughs) So I never want anyone that I talk to, to ever feel like as worthless as I've been made to feel. So, so coming from that, I'll never make somebody feel bad intentionally, ever, because it's so not worth it. Like, what do you get out of that by hurting someone else with words or actions? And you really don't. But that was growth for me. Well, not growth, actually. That was just life lessons and experiences that brought me to where I am. But I'll be real. I've always been a good person. It was just who I am to the core. It's just like growing up, and I'll talk about a lot. Well, part of that in my book as well, too. You know, growing up in Saskatchewan and um, dealing with some of that racism because I am olive, olive skin complexion and mixed race. So you deal with a lot of that. And I dealt with a lot of that, too, while I was in. And, yeah, it's just an interesting concept, that's for sure, so... I'm definitely proud of myself for how far I've come. And I really hope that people look for my book next year. It's going to be called From Combats to the Runway. And if you know of a really good editor, please send them my way. Um, I'm really trying to find someone that's going to be able to empathize and kind of understand so that the way that they organize my thoughts sounds just as I want to portray them so if you know one follow me on instagram or send me a dm 
My Instagram is Celeste underscore Danielle underscore. And I would love feedback because that would be unreal. So I hope that everyone leaves this new year or this old year and into the new with uh, meeting new people, starting things fresh, starting new ideas. And don't be afraid to start something new because the biggest regret you can have is to look back on your life and wish you'd done something, wish you'd said something, wish you'd asked that person out, wish you'd told someone you love them, you know, wish you'd texted that person and just said, said who cares? Because there's so many rules nowadays that, not rules, but everybody has an opinion and how they think you should live your life when you need to just live your life on your own and do it to your own terms so that you can live a happy life. Because that, my friends, is my goal at the end of the day, is to just live a happy life and to feel happy. So whatever happy looks like to you, just do that and go into the new year feeling happy. So that's my podcast for the day. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed listening. And again, if you know a good editor, if you know someone that you think would be a good match, please send me a DM. I would love to hear about who it would be. And again, please always be kind to other people and stop being afraid to do things that make you uncomfortable. So thank you for listening. Bye. (music) 